Welcome to the Gribble Nation Roadcast. This is Tom. Uh, not doing this from an undisclosed location. I'm doing this from a day off from kind of a gloomy Fresno, California. So today's topic is going to be on sign collecting. So this is actually a request I had from Dan. Uh, I thought it would be an interesting topic. Uh, obviously, Dan thought it would be too, and I imagine a lot of people in the road world would probably think that with sign collecting would be pretty interesting. Uh, so as far as sign and shield collecting, I kind of got into it maybe about a little over 10 years ago. And I kind of got to thinking, like, when I was on the road, like, 100, 150 nights a year, um, I was on a lot of these really cool... Classic and scenic highways, California, Arizona, Nevada, New Mexico, and some parts of Texas. It'd be pretty neat to, like, you know, like, have some of these things. So I started, you know, like, going to some of these, like, gas and antique shows. Started ch checking out eBay, you know, to kind of see what was there. Uh, and I was actually kind of surprised to find out a lot of the signs were kind of cheap sometimes. Um, snatched a whole bunch of them up and kind of just been more or less doing that for the last decade or so uh for some context i have about over 200 signs uh, i'm not exactly sure what my exact count is but they are all on display at my house in my garage in my yard um i usually don't try to overpay for stuff uh, but the most expensive i've purchased and i don't remember which one this was was 174 dollars uh, but I've only bought four that were over $100. I usually tend to buy these things for $20, $30, $40 bucks maybe. Uh, and I don't really have a particular interest per se. Uh, I kind of like to just get stuff that I got some sort of attachment to, like whether it be a road I've driven, uh, something I always thought was cool. Uh, it doesn't really matter to me if it's like an old porcelain shield or like a modern one. So, sign collecting. So... Some of my favorites, kind of going through the list. And if I can, I'm going to link this in the description of this um, broadcast. Uh, links to all the Flickr albums which have my highway shields in them. So starting out with U.S. routes, I got a lot of U.S. route shields. Uh, quite a bit of them. Um, it's probably because this is the most type, common type of road I've probably driven across the country would be U.S. route shields. So with the U.S. routes, um, a lot of them are pretty modern that I have. Uh, I got some kind of neat ones. Like I got an older U.S. 26 shield, uh, kind of like from the 1970s that I do kind of like. I like the font. Um, like the latest generation U.S. route shield I think is a little too wide. It kind of looks a little weird to me. So just kind of seeing this slimmered down version of the black and white blank is kind of neat. To, it's kind of always neat to look at, but... Going down the list, uh, US-4, this shield was from Concord, New Hampshire, and what is interesting about it is uh, Concord was pretty infamous for reusing and recycling their old street signage into highway shields. Uh, so what this US-4 is, is basically is a makeshift sh cutout US route shield, and it's made from a stop sign, and they must have used Rust-Oleum or something because it's peeling pretty badly. Um, and it's uncovering part of the stop sign, and there's like this really horrible-looking uh, four numeral on it. But I've I've seen the sign when my my uncle lived in the area, and when I saw it on eBay, I got it for for cheap. So I, I got it in my garage just because I I knew what it was. 
So it's kind of neat. Um, I have a steel blank uh, US-202 main, um, which is a pretty unique design to main. Um, it's kind of like an 18 by 18, I believe. It might be 16 by 16, but I don't recall exactly off the top of my head. It's a steel sheet um, with the US route shield painted on it. It's kind of an odd shape. Um, so they're kind of a little bit rare nowadays because they kind of rusted out very easily, but they're they're pretty neat. Um, do have a couple street blades. Uh, like I got a U.S. Highway 71. I think it was from Louisiana is where I got it. it it's just really nice looking. Um, it's kind of held up well over the years as far as being outside. I brought it in recently. Um, I got a US 99E from uh, Jake Bear, so if you guys are in the sign collecting hobby, you have probably have had a run with Jake or two over the years. Uh, so I got this one. It's from Oregon. Um, it's very, very, very large. Uh, it's a guide sign. Uh, not quite as large as like you'd see on a freeway, but it's meant for US 99E. Uh, probably the prime one I got, my favorite out of my U.S. route collection, is U.S. 312, which was one of the many, many designations of the Beartooth Highway. Um, so Steve Alps, if he's listening to this, he probably knows the story because he was kind of paying attention to the Roadway Whiz chat when I got it. I actually got it for $29.99. Uh, I don't think the guy that was selling it had any idea how rare of a shield this really was. Uh, and he put it on eBay as something like U.S. Federal Route 312 or something. So that one's definitely in my garage because I, I really, really like that one. Uh, moving to interstate shields. I also got quite a bit of interstate shields. Uh, again, these are mostly things that I've kind of lived by or used a lot. Uh, so, like, I got I-4 because I lived in Orlando. Um, I got a lot of the stuff from Michigan because I'm originally from the Detroit area. I got a lot of stuff from Phoenix, lived there. Uh, I got some neat uh, larger signs like U I-69 and I-75. Uh, apparently, the I-75 was run over at some point, and according to the seller, which I have no real reason not to kind of at least find the story plausible uh, that this sign was posted in Alligator Alley uh, and he picked it up after some guy ran it over in a traffic accident. So uh, it's a neat story. I can't really prove if that's true or not, but it's got a big old scuff mark, like a really big one on it, like somebody really did run it over and it's kind of folded in, in the middle. That one's posted in the backyard. Uh, I-69, uh, I don't remember where I got that one, but it was kind of cheap. Um, and I lived right off I-69 in Lansing uh, in a little township called DeWitt Township when I was in high school. I do have a Utah interstate shield that's kind of old. It's like an old wooden plywood type thing uh, where it's starting to fall apart. Uh, I wouldn't really say start it. If you guys ever get to see this Flickr photo, it's in very, very bad shape. But it is more than likely original to like the San Rafael swell. Uh, so that's kind of like the prime interstate um, scenic interstate or one of the three that probably most people in the road hobby know. I do have some that have the state name in them like I-26 I have for South Carolina I-55 for Mississippi uh, and a lot of business uh, interstate shields. Like I got a I-25 business loop which was from New Mexico which is actually a thicker gauge of aluminum and that was meant for things like dust storms so it wouldn't blow over or get knocked over, sent down, flying down the highway, which is a problem in Arizona and New Mexico. Uh, moving to the California state route shields. 
this is probably the one I'm hitting on the most lately because I do live in California now and I find a lot of these highways pretty attractive uh, for scenic drives or just trying to collect stuff for. Uh, so kind of looking through. I got a lot of older stuff, um, like post-1964 first-generation green spades, which have been replaced. Uh, a lot of them have been replaced via SB1 signage replacement projects. So there was a lot of them that fell on eBay and uh, with private sign collectors as of the last couple of years. So kind of looking at some of them that I got, I have a CA4, which most people will probably know that from like the freeways around the Bay Area, but I kind of more know it for Ebbets Pass, the one-lane state highway up in the Sierra Nevada Mountains. Uh, I got a California 177, which is out by Desert Center. It's uh, a road I frequented a lot when I was working for a company called Bells um, way back 2011, I want to say. I uh, used to use that road quite a bit to get across from like um, Bullhead City to you know, like the Inland Empire area. I do have some cutouts, US 395s and uh, US 101. Uh, those are always kind of neat. Uh, California's the only one doing the cutouts still. So those are pretty enjoyable to look at and definitely have in my collection. I have a pretty nice looking i8, actually. And I got that one, actually, I want to say it was one of the first shields that I actually got. Um, and I didn't want the, at the time, I didn't want it to say California on it, but it is a California shield. Uh, I got some strange looking ones, like I got a California 184, which is the Weed Patch Highway, which has a really weird small numeral on it, or small numbers on it. Uh, looks like somebody just put some stock vinyl numbers on an older shield. Uh, it's kind of typical of Caltrans District 6 uh, for quite a while. Uh, I do have a California 198, which this is a first-generation green spade. Uh, so this one I really, really like. The vinyl numbers are really wearing off, but the reflective paint is very nice on it. Uh, I have a, con a couple construction shields which were never posted. My favorite of them would be California 130, which is the Mount Hamilton Highway. Uh, this sign was never posted. Uh, but that highway is just fantastic. It's a really interesting steep incline drive. Um, so I really enjoy that one. Going through. Let's see what else do I got. Got a strange California 99 shield, which was posted somewhere in the city of Fresno. Fresno has been known to do these weird... California spade shields, which are not uh, within compliance of Caltrans specs. Uh, they don't really come available too often, but this one is very weird to look at. It's on a blank. So if you ever wanted to see what a California spade looked like on a square blank, this would be a good one to check out. It's pretty ugly, but it's also very, very interesting. Uh, I have a California 202 and 168, some additional first-generation green California spades. Very cool stuff. I have a California 170, which is the Hollywood Freeway, and a California 163, which is old US, one, one, uh, US 395 and the Cabrillo Freeway. So that's the really pretty free freeway most people think about when they think of San Diego. Got a lot of replica shields that were made by Jake Bear, uh, just stuff that I never thought I would really find like out in... Um, you know, the fielder would just be ridiculously overpriced, like a California 7. I had him spec up some California State Routes 740 and 440, which I don't even think those were ever signposted. 
So there's quite a bit of stuff in the California collection. I, I do have some replicas. I usually try to get the higher-end ones that are basically authentic. Um, but there are some that are replicas of stuff I just really enjoy driving. Moving on to Arizona. I do have quite a few Arizona shields and signs. Uh, I have a historic Arizona State Route 66. Um, go figure. Yeah, actually, Arizona was posting that for a while instead of a historic US 66 on uh, what, what is now AZ 66. Um, I have an Oatman Highway street blade from downtown Oatman, Arizona. Uh, so the Oatman Highway was the 1926 to 1952 alignment of US 66, uh, which was routed that way because of the wealth of the mines before World War II. Uh, so the Oatman Highway is really cool old section of US 66. It ends up in this little old mining town where there's like all these feral donkeys rolling all over the place. It's probably one of the best, if not the best, town, on my opinion, of former US 66 to check out. It really is a unique place. Um, I have a blue US 80 shield uh, that I got from Jake Bear. Uh, so this is one of the colorized US route shields that used to be posted in Arizona. The colors would mean certain directions. Uh, I don't recall if blue was east or west, um, but US 80 would have been blue, brown. Uh, the other colors would have been from north, south, would have been orange and green. Uh, I have an original I-15 interstate shield. Uh, that's kind of the same thing as like with that I-70. It's very haggard, wooden, falling apart. Uh, so that one's in my garage. It's a little bit better shaped than that uh, I-70, but not by much. I actually have a colored version of all the Arizona loop shields. So loop 101, loop 202, loop 303. So Loop 101 was originally posted, was a white on blue shield. Uh, loop 202 was white on brown, and Loop 303 was actually white on black. So it was kind of a reverse of your typical shield. Uh, the color shields were discontinued by ADOT when they determined that the colors would fade over time. Uh, basically, they just would wear very poorly. Uh, so a lot of the shields kind of came onto the collector's market or secondary market in the last couple of years due to them being pulled down by ADOT. Uh, I don't really know what the story of this particular shield is, but it's pretty cool. I do have a orange US-93 shield. It's very, very tiny. It looks like it was probably posted on some business um, or a guide sign. And I say guide sign because it has six rivet holes in it, like it would have been posted on like a freeway guide sign or like a junction guide sign. Never really got where this came from, although I bought it from a guy in Wickenburg, so it's plausible that it could have been something of importance at one point. Moving on to Michigan. So Michigan I also have a lot of shields for. Michigan is actually one of the easiest states to get into collecting for because they replace their signs a lot, and they don't really seem to care who gets them or what the scrappers tend to do with them after. So got some... Pretty neat stuff. Um, like I got an M10 that was off a guide sign, so that's the Lodge Freeway on old US-10. Uh, I got M102, which is 8 Mile Road, so it was very close to where I lived and a lot of family worked, so it's not because of the 8 Mile M&M movie. Uh, I actually have a lot of family that had a lot of interactions with that road. Uh, M153, which is Ford Road, which is kind of where when I was a kid, 
a lot of my family was living at the time in the south suburbs, M1, which is Woodward Avenue, uh, former US-10. But where we get really interesting with um, Michigan trunk line shields is uh, I got a lot of embossed ones, like really, really early ones. So I bought a lot from a guy in the Upper Peninsula a couple of years ago on the cheap, uh, meaning like these signs were like $20, $25 a pop. Uh, which included embossed M26, M28, and M35, plus a patent, uh, a patent, enamel paint M35 shield. So there was four in total. Um, but the embossed ones are really, really nice. They're really great shape. They all had paint on them still. My favorite in particular is the M26 because of my... If you're asking me my take on what's the best scenic highway in Michigan, it's going to be M26 because of the Keweenaw Peninsula. Uh, and I, I say that having family that has a cabin on M22. It's like, sorry. Now, M26, for me, it, it is the best scenic highway in Michigan. Um, I do have one of the fake M22s. I bought a real one for my brother-in-law, which he has posted up in his uh, garage in Florida. So... I have purchased the real M22, but I got a fake one on the cheap for myself because those were just so readily available. I do have a couple Connecticut shields. Uh, they're mostly centered around uh, the town of New Milford, uh, where we live, where me and my family, when I was in middle school, lived for six years. Nothing too exciting with them. They're, the Connecticut shield, honestly, is kind of ugly. Uh, it's very, very bland, uh, kind of the seamy with Massachusetts, so just kind of picking them up when I see them, uh, stuff that I had some association with. So there's a couple more out there that I would want, but I did kind of cover more of what we interacted with, with, uh, you know, like U.S. Route 202, even though that's a main shield, but I also have a U.S. 7, which would have been right through New Milford as well. Some of the other ones that I got that are kind of neat, um, I do have a Nevada 375 shield, so that's the extraterrestrial highway. Uh, I actually bought this and several other Nevada state route shields uh, from a guy um, who was doing an estate sale from his father and just wanted to get rid of them. I actually bought it out of New Jersey, if you can imagine that. Um, it was actually several additional signs that he had, and I want to say this is where I get the blue loop 101 shield, too, is from that guy. So always looking, uh, always looking for something to add to the collection um i don't really tend to sell or trade stuff very often but i'm always willing to listen uh especially if there's something offered in return that i am looking for so check them out if you're in the highway shields check out the Flickr links uh check out the gribblation facebook page i post stuff all the time from my garage my backyard or the shield garden is what we call it in the backyard my wife and i uh, it was actually her idea to post all that, uh, so that's, if you guys are wondering why I'm married to my wife, is because she's actually extremely cool, uh, <laughs> and it was her idea to post highway shields. So until next time, this has been Tom with the Gribble Nation Roadcast. Check you out later.